Good morning, everybody. You know, I've got a, while I was preparing this week, I I just have this strong conviction that the Holy Spirit wants to do something special this morning. Maybe you need healing. Maybe you need, you're dealing with that sense of heaviness or uh, discouragement or depression. Maybe you need that to just lift off of you. Maybe you just need a new sense of hope. I don't know. Maybe you need a breakthrough in your life. Whether you're here on the, in the room or whether you're, you're listening online, I'm asking you this morning, I want you to open up your hearts. I want you to open up your hearts and posture yourself in such a way to receive what Jesus has for you this morning. Would you do that? Just open up your hearts just receive this morning. Title of my talk for today is The Touch of Jesus. Father, let's pray. Father, I thank you for Jesus. I thank you, Jesus, that you have come to us. Thank you, Jesus, for your precious Holy Spirit. And I pray, Holy Spirit, even now you just begin to move, move in this room, move in the homes of those who are living, listening online. Just begin to move, Father, by Holy Spirit. And Holy Spirit, I pray that you would reveal Jesus in a fresh and a new way to us. Change us to be more like you. Lord, where there's a need, Begin to even now move in and begin to touch and heal and set free. Just move, Holy Spirit, as we open up ourselves to receive what you have for us. In the name of Jesus, we ask it. Amen. Touch. What an awesome sensation. Have you ever thought about it? Touch. How do you describe it? You know, with it, we, we, we can identify uh, texture. We can identify the, the numerous variations uh, from, from rough to smooth, from hard to soft. We detect temperature. We could detect what, something that's hot. We can detect something that's cold. There's so many things we learn through touching. Have you ever watched an experienced shopper? They touch everything. My wife is an experienced shopper. Love you, hon. <laughs> she touches everything. Good product, bad, bad product. You know, so much is conveyed through, through uh, touch. And, you know, consider the brush of a hand against another. You know, I still remember. I still remember when attraction started developing between Deb and I. And her hand just lightly brush against mine. Time would stand still. You know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. Time would stand still. Funny sensations would engulf me. Goosebumps would rise on my skin. My mouth even would go dry. Oh, she touched me. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. But we can say things like, like concern and in compassion and love, even discipline, you know, and, and with touch, we, we, we can impart. I once had a pastor. He was, a, he was an older gentleman. He was a kind man. 
And he would often walk up to me and he would take his right hand. Some of you, you've experienced this. And he would, would take his right hand, he would walk up to me and gently place it on my face, right about there. And he would look at me with his hand on my face. And I would melt like butter. And I'd just be start confessing. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I don't know what I did, but whatever it was, I'm sorry. You know, he yeah. just did that touch, you know. Just, just, you know, touch and embrace is a powerful thing. And Jesus had been traveling through Galilee. He'd been preaching and he'd, he'd been teaching healing the sick and uh, setting people free. And, and then this man with leprosy falls on his knees and he begs Jesus, if you are willing, you can make me clean. And you know, I thought, what a curious question. Because if you go back a few verses, uh, you'll see that just the day before, Jesus had been teaching in, uh, in the synagogue in the city of Capernaum, and he had set a demonized man free, and, and as a result, the whole town of Capernaum gathered at the house where Jesus was staying, and they brought all the sick to, and the demonized to him, and he healed them all. And you wondered, Jesus, if you're willing, Jesus, if you're willing, if you're willing, you can make me clean. I wonder what was going on with this man. You know, as I was looking at that, I was reminded of, of um, what Jesus said as he began his ministry. He said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. Because he has anointed me to preach the gospel, the good news to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted. To proclaim freedom to the captives. Freedom from the cruelty of sin. And all of its effect. He sent me to, re to bring recovery of sight to the blind. And to set at liberty those who are oppressed. To proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. And this is eternal life. That they may know you. The only true God. And Jesus Christ. Whom you have sent. Yeah. Amen. And so this man with leprosy, he falls, he falls on his knees. And, and I imagine him hesitantly, even fearfully looking up at Jesus and into the eyes of Jesus and begging, if you are willing, you can make me clean. If you're willing. You know, leprosy is a horrible disease. It's caused by a bacterial infection which leads to the damage of the nervous system, which then causes the uh, loss of all, all sense of touch and even pain. And without that sense of touch, a person will eventually damage uh, parts of the body. They get infected, not realizing it, and it leads to a grossly uh, disfigured body. There's a guy by the name of uh, Dr. Paul uh, Brand. He was a missionary who did a lot of work with leprosy, and he wrote this. The loneliest people of all are the ones for whom leprosy has also destroyed their sight. Like many others in the world, they are blind. But unlike most of the blind, they can't use their hands to bring them any sensation that their eyes are denied because they can't feel either. They can't see and they can't feel. And he says, they are really alone. You know, lepers were to stay outside of the city. They were restricted as to where they could go, living in isolation. No one wanted to touch them, let alone hug them. They were considered unclean. 
Imagine, imagine the sense of rejection and the, and the sense of hopelessness this man would have carried. You know, I saw that hopelessness firsthand, and I'll never forget it. I saw it firsthand when I was in India. We went to a leper colony, and uh, we were told, many had come before us and dropped off uh, food and, and, and clothing, and they dropped that off, but they actually refused to actually come right into the settlement uh, where the people were and spend time with the people. The loneliness, when we walked in there, the loneliness and the hopelessness was overwhelming. You could, you could feel it. It was tangible. I was told, and I was so proud of the team I was with, because I was told we were the first team to actually come right into the settlement and spend time with them. You know, the food and the clothing was very much appreciated, but what brought the most healing was when we hugged them as we shared the story of Jesus and his compassion. I tell you, I'll never forget it. And it wasn't easy because we bandages and, 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 and the smell. No one wants, but as we hugged them, and I was proud of the team because they hugged them. This is what they said, no one wants to touch us. We are considered contaminated, outcasts. Some even use the word unclean. And if I get a little emotional right now, because it's just bring it all back. But tears began to flow. And for some of them, it was the first time someone was willing to embrace them. I'll never forget it as long as I live. Leprosy isolates. And this man with leprosy, with all of his doubts, the years of rejection, he must have faced his, his, his overwhelming sense of defilement. That sense of being contaminated and unclean and outcast. You know, leprosy really is a graphic picture of the effect of sin and how it has separated us from God and, and disfigured us, you know? But this man, this man with all of his stuff, with his questions, with all of his feelings, with all of his stuff, he took a chance and he falls on his knees and begs Jesus. Now we understand why he would cry, if you are willing... If you are willing, are you going to be like all the rest who reject her? If you are willing, me, a leper, a contaminated outcast, if you are willing, you can make me clean. And when I was reading that, I thought, you can make me clean. What did he didn't say, if you are willing, you can heal me. And I wondered about that. I just, it's just, and so I looked it up and, and I began to look at that. And, 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 and the idea contained in that word is to be consecrated by cleansing or purifying. What an interesting word. He didn't just say, heal me. He says, if you can make me clean, all the defilement, all the rejection, all of the separation, gone. Not just healed, but the defilement. If you can make me clean, if you're willing, you can make me clean. What did this guy discover? What did this man discover? Verse 41 says in the NIV, I read, it says, Jesus was indignant. And I found that to be a 
curious word as well. Other versions say, Jesus, full of compassion. And as I studied that out, I, I discovered the word indignant. It's a stronger word. And the idea behind the word actually used here is, as I studied it, is that Jesus was, was not just moved with compassion. He was moved to the very core of his being, to his gut with compassion. It wasn't just, I feel sorry for you, but Jesus was moved to the very core of his being with compassion. And he reached out and he touched this man. And again, I decided to look up that word and the word translated as touch contains the idea to cling to. And I don't think Jesus, Jesus, I don't think Jesus, I better not do that COVID rule, sorry. I don't think Jesus uh, just tapped this man gently on the head. I don't think, not one of the ideas that he cling to. I don't, I imagine, I don't think it was just a little tap on the head. I imagine Jesus reached out to the leprous man and he drew him into himself. And he looked back at this leprous man with all the tenderness of the Savior who has come into the world to heal the brokenhearted and extend freedom from cruelty and all the effect of sin and said, as he embraces this man, and I I love that picture because I think it captures it. As he draws this man into himself and looks at him, he says, I am willing. Be clean. I am willing, be clean. Imagine the impact of those words. I am willing, be clean. All of the pain of rejection, the loneliness, the emptiness, the hopelessness began to break away as the love of Jesus surrounded him with absolute acceptance. So much so, even though Jesus said, don't tell anyone what's just happened, he goes and he couldn't keep his mouth shut, you know? Imagine. He couldn't stop talking about Jesus after that. What did this man discover? He discovered that the touch of Jesus is a touch that is full of compassion. I want to tell you something. There is no place so empty, so dark, so lonely, so isolated, so horrible that can keep Jesus or that will keep Jesus from extending his love to you this morning. Amen? There's no place so empty, so dark, so lonely, so isolated, so horrible. You know, I've had people say, I am so horrible. How? How can I, I, how can Jesus ever accept me? I've had people say, I'm so horrible. If I walked into the building, the church building, the walls would collapse on me because I'm just so, and I'm not saying that jokingly, saying it seriously. I want to tell you there's no place so dark, so lonely, so isolated, so horrible that will keep Jesus from extending his love to you. The touch of Jesus is a touch that is full of compassion. Amen? Amen. He discovered that the touch of Jesus is a touch full of power. I am willing, be clean. And in that moment, then and there, the leprosy was gone. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He was healed from his suffering. He was healed from his brokenness. He was healed from all the emotional and mental uh, trauma with no blemish to be seen. 
No defilement. His skin was perfect. He was healed completely. Amen? There is no sickness, either physical or emotional or spiritual. There is no disease that can resist the touch of Jesus today. Every restriction and every limitation. This man was limited. He could only go to certain places. He was completely restricted and limited. And I want to tell you, every restriction and every limitation was broken. His touch breaks the chains that want to keep us in bondage. He has come to set the captives free. Free from all the power and effect of sin. And he whom the sun sets free is what? Free indeed. No one can be set free. There's nothing that can set you free, rather, than the power of Jesus Christ. There's no... He whom the sun sets free is free indeed. Amen? True freedom is found in Jesus this morning. Again, there's no place so dark, so desperate that God's power is unable to break through. There's no circumstance that can resist the power of his touch. Then, in that moment, Jesus said, I am willing. I am willing. Be clean. And in that moment, then and there, the leprosy was gone, his skin was smooth and healthy, and he could feel again. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. He discovered the touch of Jesus is full of compassion. The touch of Jesus is full of power. And lastly, he discovered that the touch of Jesus is a touch that is extended willingly. It's extended willingly. This man, with all of his doubts and questions... He took a chance and he discovered the willing touch of Jesus. And his life and his future was changed forever. Amen? I am willing. Those words ring out to us here today. I am willing. I am willing to touch you. I am willing to meet your need. I am willing to release you from that place of captivity. I am willing to set you free. Hallelujah. And for some of us, we need to let that question uh, be answered and settled once and for all. Jesus Christ is willing. It doesn't matter what you think of yourself. It doesn't matter how horrible you think you are or how unacceptable you think you are. There's no condition worse than what's described in this passage. And Jesus says, I am willing. And he reaches through whatever defilement you may have, what you, what you think you may have, whatever thing you think that is so horrible that Jesus finds you unacceptable, he reaches through that, he breaks it, and he embraces you, and he says, I am willing. Be made clean. Amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We need to let that question be settled today. Jesus is willing to touch you. Jesus has not turned away anyone who would come to him. But for Jesus to touch us, we must, like the leprous, this, this, this man with leprosy, we need to press past our doubt. 
We need to press past our misgivings. We need to press past all of the stuff and come to him. And you know what? If we do that, we'll discover his touch is a willing touch, full of compassion and power. I want to share a quote with you that I came across, and I, I love this. I don't even know who wrote it, but it says this, wherever the compassionate Christ and the yearning sinner meet, there and then comes instantaneous and complete cleansing. That's so good. I love that. Let me say it again. Wherever the compassionate Christ and the yearning sinner meet, there and then comes instantaneous and complete cleansing. Thank you, Jesus. See, the Son of God, Jesus, came to destroy all the works of the devil. For God so loved the world that he gave his only one and only Son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save it through him. Amen? Amen. He wants to touch your life. He's willing. Maybe you're here today or, or listening online. Yeah, I want to encourage you. Like the leprous man, take a chance. Come to Jesus. Take a chance and kneel before him. Take a chance and, and come to him. In fact, you can pray. In fact, you can pray with me right now if you would like. You pray with me this. Lord Jesus, I want to be made clean. I confess I am a sinner in need of your grace. I come to you and I place my life in your hands. I recognize you are the Son of God who has come to set me free. If you've prayed that prayer with me just just in your heart, if you prayed that prayer online, Please, please let us know. You can email me and, and just let me know. You can email me at ralph at grandvalleychurch.ca or you can email Pastor Andrew at andrew at grandvalleychurch.ca. But let us know so we can help you on your journey with Jesus. Because there's so much to learn. There's such a walk to have. Such a freedom to enjoy. Amen.